It's January 2011. Happy New Year!
The Illinois State University Wind Symphony was conducted by Dr. Stephen K. Steele in the Blue Lake Overture, 1971, by John Barnes Chance. That is on Albany Records, Troy 755. This is your host, Michael Bregman. Welcome to the first Albany Records podcast of the new year. As a reminder, selections from all six of the January new releases on Albany Records can be heard on the Albany Records YouTube site, whose link is at the top of this page. For many years now, music for band, wind ensemble, or symphonic winds has been a major component of the Albany Records catalog. And a few years ago, we started a series featuring Dr. Stephen K. Steele and the Illinois State University Wind Symphony. On this program, which is the first part of a series, Dr. Steele will talk about his musical background and the series of recordings he has been doing for Albany Records. I was born in Farragut, Idaho, but that was during the war, and my dad was in the Navy. My background includes uh, Oregon, uh, California, Oregon, and Arizona before coming here. My father was my high school band director, so my involvement in music has been complete from my earliest memories, uh, parties and gatherings at the house. were generally, but not always, only musicians and and other band directors. So those conversations uh, and friends of the family uh, had impact and, and uh, made an inf- had an influence on me over over the, my earliest years. And then, <clears throat> as a high school student, uh, um, I was heavily involved in. Uh, uh, orchestras and wind bands and jazz and jazz bands and and all aspects of music with clarinet and saxophone as uh, as a player and as as, uh, as a conductor even in high school I did some conducting and in my college career I, I did quite a bit of conducting before I ever started teaching so uh, I knew this is was the direction that uh, that my life was going to take I had certainly no idea the shape of it, but I knew the direction of it. I spent 15 years in the public schools uh, preparing myself to teach people how to teach and uh, uh, moved to Tucson, Arizona when the University of Arizona uh, instituted a, a, a doctor of musical arts in conducting. And uh, I studied there with Jim Keene, who was uh, Professor Emeritus from the University of Illinois now. He, he's a retired director of bands at the University of Illinois. He moved to the University of Illinois somewhere around 1984 1985. And uh, I stayed a couple more years at the University of Arizona, uh, finished the degree, and during that time was also the assistant director of bands here. So finished the degree there and then... And then uh, came to Illinois State, which is really only 50 miles away from the University of Illinois, and began the, the process of building a band program in this fall of 1987. Um, and the Wind Symphony, the Illinois State University Wind Symphony first concert was in February of 1988, so the second semester I was here, we started this, this uh, ensemble, and it's 
grown and developed over the over the years into the really fine uh, group of people that uh, that it now uh, is, and I, I appreciate all the hard work that the students have done leading up to this this point in time. And for those wondering, he also explained the differences in terminology between a band, a wind symphony, and a wind ensemble. A wind ensemble uh, in in the Frederick Fennell model is one on a part, one player per part. Even though uh, uh, the Fennell model had some doublings, um, so the wind ensemble name now is more generic than one on a part. You'll see really quite large ensembles calling themselves a wind ensemble. A wind symphony is uh, just a name. Um, band. Uh, it's interesting here, um, this, the symphonic band was the top band here, the premier band here when I came. And uh, for quite a few years, uh, I conducted the symphonic band as well. For quite a few years, the symphonic band had a, a larger uh, audience than the Wind Symphony, simply because it had the name band in it. And why we uh, conductors uh, strive to take the name band out of the of what we call the, the the ensemble, I don't know. I can't answer that. There's a wonderful uh, uh, book by Frank Battisti uh, called "The Winds of Change" that uh, really gives some good history uh, of of the wind band and how it's developed. Wind band is a generic term for uh, concert band, symphonic band. Um, all of the band names, you, you can actually have a band that is, uh, uh, in, in, in reality, a band that is really an orchestra, because a band is, means a collection of, of players. I personally, uh, in our wind symphony, uh, carry about five or six soprano clarinets. Um, we're current, we just started uh, today, in fact, our first rehearsal of uh, new work of uh, David Maslankas that is a true wind ensemble. It's one on a part. One of the first discs in this series is devoted to the music of John Barnes Chance, a gifted composer, teacher, and administrator who died a tragic death in 1972 at the age of 39. His works for band remain among the most popular pieces in the international repertoire. From this recording, we hear the third and final movement from the Symphony Number no. 2 for Band, composed in the year of his death, 1972. Stephen K. Steele conducting the Illinois State University Wind Symphony.
the final movement from Symphony No. 2 for Band by John Barnes Chance with Stephen K. Steele and the Illinois State University Wind Symphony from Albany, Troy, 755. Another composer who figures prominently in this series is David Maslanka, one of the most important band composers in America today. He was born in New Bedford, Massachusetts in 1943, and he attended the Oberlin College Conservatory. Among his teachers were Joseph Wood and H. Owen Reed. Maslanka's works for winds and percussion have become especially well known. They include, among many others, eight symphonies, twelve concertos, a mass, and four wind quintets. In addition, he has written a wide variety of chamber, orchestral, and choral pieces. On Albany Records number 996, we feature one of the most important of his band works, the Symphony No. 2, and from that symphony we hear the second movement, Deep River. Again, the Illinois State University Wind Symphony is conducted by Dr. Stephen K. Steele.
when I was uh, at the University of Arizona, <clears throat> uh, the year that uh, uh, Jim Keene came to the University of Illinois, uh, I was put in a position where uh, I had to uh, also conduct the wind ensemble at the University of Illinois. So I was, it would be, this would be in the 1985-86 academic year. Um, and in, at, at that time, I became aware of Charles Gardner Dreams, uh, which is a Maslanka piece, and I programmed that and uh, had a couple of questions. And so I called uh, Dr. Maslanka, and he was living in New York, and we had a conversation about the piece, and and, uh, and uh, I was drawn to it quite, quite uh, strongly. In the following winter be February of 1987 uh, I attended uh, the College Band Directors National Association conference which was held at Northwestern in Evanston and um, uh, John Painter premiered with Northwestern Ensemble uh, the Second Symphony which was commissioned, I believe, by the Big Ten band directors, and uh, he, he, that was written for a large band, Big Ten uh, bands, particularly at that time, even some, even so today, to some degree, were really quite large ensembles, and uh, it was a very large ensemble. In fact, we've, we've recorded that, and it requires, I th I'm shooting from the hip here, but I think it requires 63 individual players in order to cover all the parts. So it's really quite a, a, a large ensemble, and, and what the Mr. Painter used on stage that that evening was uh, the symphonic band, which was their second band, and the wind ensemble combined. Uh, I think there were 12 or 16 trumpets. I mean, it was a really large ensemble. And uh, and I just sat there with my mouth hanging open, and uh, Dr. Maslanka was introduced, and he gave us a short discussion uh, about the piece before the performance and I had just either was just doing uh, Charles Gardner Dreams or the, the spring before I had just performed Charles Gardner Dreams so I was kind of interested uh, in, in this man and his music and at this point already and I was sitting with a good friend of mine uh, Gary Green who is now director of bands at the University of Miami. Um, and uh, th that moment, that that symphony, stirred something in both of us because shortly after our time together at Evanston, Gary uh, became the director of bands at the University of Connecticut in stores and uh, commissioned uh, through the University of Connecticut uh, David to write Symphony Number no. Three, and as he went through this process, Gary's went through this process. He and I would talk on the phone frequently about it, and uh, uh, Gary actually hand copied the parts for that himself. It's a big piece, uh, quite long, and it's five movements. I think it's fifty-two minutes long, or something of that nature. And and so we were in constant communication about the piece and. At one time during the summer, when he was busy copying piece, the piece we actually were in the same place at the same time, and 
and and chatted a lot about it. And and so I went to stores the week of the premiere and and listened to a, re- a rehearsal or two and had a nice long uh, dinner with the with the Dr. Mazlanka, and that's when we became um, more like uh, colleagues and not just an acquaintance. We performed that piece, uh, Symphony Number no. Two, in here at Illinois State in the spring of uh, that year. That probably be eighty nine or nine eighty nine or ninety. I'm not sure. Uh, and then and had Dr. Mazlanka on campus. That became a, a began a long. Uh, uh, friendship, and uh, uh, we've had uh, David on campus uh, every year uh, now for 10 or 12 years running, uh, and like I say, starting all the way back in about 1990, uh, he's been on campus. We've commissioned a number of works, uh, symphonies. Uh, uh, I was at the premier symphony number four uh, in the University of Texas, uh, uh, premiered that with Jerry Junkin conducting Commission number five and premiered that uh, at a national convention. Premiered number seven uh, and number eight last year, and and will premiere number nine next year. He's become a, a, not just a, a, a colleague but a friend and a mentor over the years as well. On the next installment in the series, Dr. Steele will talk about an upcoming recording of Vincent Persichetti's music for band as well as the music of Carol Husa, and, of course, more music by David Maslanka. To conclude the program, let us hear another selection by David Maslanka. This is the second movement marked very fast from a short symphony of 2005 entitled Give Us This Day. Again, the Illinois State University Symphonic Winds is conducted by Dr. Stephen K. Steele, our guest for this program. This has been your host, Michael Bregman, inviting you again next month for the next Albany Records podcast.